Hello, just a quick announcement to say that if you listen to this show on the day of release or the first week of release, um, next week there won't be a release. Matt is going away on a short break and will be away um, when Ian and I do the next recording so he won't be there to actually schedule it and get it into the system. So yeah, this is Cassandra part one um, and it's a two week wait for Cassandra part two. Okay, right, on with the show. Doctor? What doctor? Doctor Who? Doctor Who, did you say? Eh? Doctor Who? What are you talking about? Or do you really know what you're talking about? Okay, well, I don't really know how to start this. How shall I start it? Um, well, I think we should have uh, we should have just played REM at the beginning of it. <laughs> Which um, one? It's the end of the world. Oh, I was, I was going to say because I, I I wasn't a shiny happy person after no, that's true, revisiting yeah. this again. Yeah, this this is because um, when you said about this one, and I knew it was coming up because there's literally nothing else really. Um, Chris Eccleston wise we can do is there no so, this is it so this is the this last coming, ninth yeah. isn't it this is the last ninth except for the two specials yeah, yeah, somewhere so good, down the line <laughs> and I was thinking because this is one I haven't watched since it was broadcast and I remember at the time thinking yeah and then I couldn't remember really any plot when you were you said about it and I thought I wonder why I can't remember anything and I've watched it, it's like, oh, I know why, I can't remember. Yeah, anything. something came back to yeah. me, um, something came crashing back to me in this that I had totally forgotten, and it's like, ah, ha, okay, yeah. all right, I know where I am now, yes. This is, this is weird, because this is the second broadcast episode of the relaunched Doctor Who. Um, it wasn't the first sort of episode filmed, even though it feels like it with the performances, but they they've gone with the second episode being an absolute shed load of yeah. Mm-hmm. There's nothing really memorable about this one. Every uh, Doctor Who uh, show notes that I write, it's yeah. usually about four, maybe five sides of A4 paper. Yeah. This is uh, one side and three lines because nothing really nothing happens, happens in no. it. I um I fell asleep again. Did you? Towards the end, yeah, and then I woke up and said. Oh, um, yeah, no, nothing really happens in it. Um, it's desperately trying to be a modern curse of Peladon, isn't it? By going, yeah. look at all these creatures, um, but they're all uniformly terrible creatures. I'd much rather watch uh, an hour of the cooking show with Alpha Centauri than this. Um, there's nothing. <laughs> what's weird though is there's nothing really wrong with this. But there's nothing really right with it. It's so middle of the road. Mediocre, I think. Mediocre is a perfect word to describe it, yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder, did they slot this in second to get it out of the way? Maybe. Because you've got Rose, the, the first episode of Rose, not the character. You've got Rose, which was a good introductory episode. Then you've got um, 
the Charles Dickens ones third, which we, we really enjoyed. It's a good episode. Mm-hmm. And then you've got this thing. This oddity. Mm. Mm. I wonder. I, I don't know what the, the aim was because it it feels shockingly like a, a bottle show, doesn't it? Uh, we've run out of money. Yeah, it's the second but, episode. But, but it's up front. Yeah. 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 Soon the sun will blossom into a red giant and my home will die. That's where I used to live when I was a little boy down there. Mummy and Daddy had a house built into the side of the Los Angeles crevasse. <sighs> I'd have such fun. What happened to everyone else? The human race, where did it go? They say mankind has touched every star in the sky. So you're not the last human? I am the last pure human. The others mingled. Oh, they call themselves new humans and proto-humans and digi-humans, even humanish. But do you know what I call them? Mongrels. Right. And you stayed behind. I kept myself pure. Mm. How many operations have you had? 708. Next week, it's 709. I'm having my blood bleached. Is that why you wanted a word? You could be flattered. You've got a little bit of a chin poking out. I'd rather die. Honestly, it doesn't hurt. (laughs) I mean it. I would rather die. It's better to die than live like you, a bitchy trampoline. Oh, well. What do you know? I was born on that planet. And so was my mum, and so was my dad. And that makes me officially the last human being in this room, because you're not human. You've had it all nipped and tucked and flattened till there's nothing left. Anything human got chucked in the bin. You're just skin, Cassandra. Lipstick and skin. Nice talking. All right, well, where are we? We are five billion years in the future. Yes. Um, He would have you believe. Luckily, everyone acts like they're in current times. Yeah, everything is very current. Yeah, it's the day the world ends, isn't it? The Earth is actually going to end. Yeah, as I was watching this, I thought um, Douglas Adams could have sued. Because this is literally the restaurant at the end of the universe, isn't it? Everyone gathers to watch, not the universe ending, but the world ending. Um, And weirdly, the the Earth has been evacuated. There's no there's no humans on the Earth. I don't know about animals. No one seemed to care about any animals. Um, and it, it was taken over by the um, the National uh, Trust. The National Trust. Yes. It's weird because do you think that will still be going? Um, Is it going they, now? They put, well, I, th- I think it's still. You still got National Trust properties, I think. Okay. But but then the National Trust of of in the future, not the real National Trust. I don't think they've got the money to do it. So the National Trust of the future have put uh, some sort of suspension field around the sun so that it doesn't destroy the Earth. But then the budgets run out and they've gone, oh, we'll just let it destroy it and are selling tickets for it. Mm. Um, it's a bit stupid as a plot. Anyway, it's not... It's not, it's not. You wouldn't get much of a target novelization out of that plot. No. No. Um, also, I mean, you know, five billion years in the future, the Earth, the sun's going to, you know, engulf it, blah, blah, blah. Um, looking on our um, Earth date chart, right? This is five billion 2005, yeah. right, in orbit around the Earth. Up? No, it doesn't, doesn't line up because the nearest thing to it is the year 2 million 
1985 when the Earth was Ravalox in a different oh, right, part yeah. of the uh, universe. So... Well, it annoyed me as well because um, the, the, the sort of pre-credits scene, so the Doctor and Rose are really smug in the TARDIS, the Doctor's going in a way, and he's saying, where do you want to go? 100 years' time. And he goes, the... the the new Roman Empire. So like, what the new Roman Empire in twenty one oh five or whatever? Mm. No, what? And then we don't get to see that because the budget won't stretch. I was hoping they might open the doors, and you know, from the Dalek Invasion of Earth film, where you've got the terrible Roman marching foot. Yes. <laughs> I, I was hoping that, that it would be that. Um, but yeah, we don't see that. He's like, oh no, let's go further. Take you even further. Um, it's all a bit creepy that he's so trying to um, impress her, get into the pants of this yes, this chav girl. Yeah, um, it's funny you, you you said the word gurning because I've got the yeah. the word gurning and yeah. uh, I've put oh dear Christopher's gurning. Um, this when 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 they arrive and they go in the room and all the aliens are being introduced one by one, it's his stupid bloody grinning. Yeah. Uh, every alien coming in, and I can just as soon as that happened, I can remember. I'm back oh, there in 2005. It's like we're only two episodes into New Who, and I'm thinking, really? Was it, it, was it like a scene out of uh, Platoon? Did you force your knees with your arms in the air, going, "No"? I love Christopher Eccleston. It's like he's going to be yeah. great. He's going to be brilliant, and then he's doing this yeah. pantomime, well, over-the-top grinning at everything. Yeah, I, I I had to look into this because I. I confidently, while I was watching it, I confidently thought, I, want, I bet they've done a Davison. I bet they've recorded this first to give everyone a chance to settle down before they record the first episode. So, And this would explain why Rose is not really acting like Rose and the Doctor's just, he does nothing. He's not really how he is the rest of the series. No, this wasn't. This was filmed like fourth or fifth, wasn't mm. it? He was where, they were both well settled into the role. Um, so it, it's got to be that that's in the script. Do you think there was just like a, a blank page that says Dr. Gurns? Yep. Yeah, but why is he gurning? Why, why, why is he so happy to see know. these aliens? He, he's yeah. God knows how many thousands of years old at this point. Yeah. He is an alien. Why is he smiling and gurning at every alien that comes through the door? And it's not like they're particularly impressive aliens aren't no they? they are crap aliens apart yeah. from the face of Bo I've always liked the face yeah. of Bo that's a good concept that's a good idea but when you've got this stupid little blue fella yeah you know with his stupid little voice doing a spit the dog yeah, at the doctor yeah they're not exactly Fremen are they yeah I and this, when the doctor go, discovers that he can just breathe on people, yeah, and that's a gift. Yeah, it's like oh, and I, you imagine that they thought, oh, that's so funny. Let's do it three times. Yeah, um, I'm going to yeah. try that at the Christmas party. Yeah, my give my my secret Santa to you is yeah. <laughs> breath from my lungs, and, and then make sure you duck because I imagine they'll punch you in the face. Um, we're also this is the start as we go through this episode. This is the start of my sort of. What the stuff I hate from Russell T. Davis, which is his comedy naming of things. Mm-hmm. So, so the year is five point five stroke stroke twenty six, mm-hmm. and then he starts introducing the aliens, and they've all got stupid names. Um, and it's like, oh no, 
I guess I guess Cassandra then is really quite a, yeah, a radical change, that. isn't it? Our adversary of the week is uh, has got a, a regular name, no cheem yeah. or anything like that. Also, I I quite like that for Cassandra they've hired an actress because whoever that little mops of Balhoun fella is. He ain't an actor. He ain't an actor. He's I, awful. I thought it was Warwick Davis or somebody like that, but it's not. I, I no. did see the name for him, but I can't remember him. No, he's no, not an actor, Warwick's is he? Much better an actor than that. It's just he's just hello, It's like oh no, at least like dub him or something. And then you've got these, uh, um, something of the repeating meme. Yeah, the, what the robots? Yeah, robots. Um, and then you see the blue fellas. All the, all the staff of this station. Everything this station's job is it goes around hosting events at major catastrophes. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I wonder if they're going to make some sort of political comment or something, you know, about cashing in on. Nope, never mentioned again. So mm. the most thinnest of of reasoning for any of this. Yeah. Hmm. You, you you said and that's a good observation. This is like New Who's version of Curse of Peladon. Yeah. Right. Um, but you've also said before that there was a conscious decision at the start of New Who to not feature anything from classic Who. And this yeah. is why we've got brand new aliens in this and we don't see, you know. Yeah. Can you imagine if, if they'd have not made that decision and we'd have had like, you could have had Alpha Centauri turn up. You could, you could have, have had, had an Ice Warrior. Yeah, an Ice Warrior. Yeah, it could have been, this could have been the great bridgeway, but no, it's... They've got to do all their own stuff, haven't they? Because the fact that they're aliens is irrelevant, isn't it? Yeah, it makes makes no difference to the plot whatsoever. No. Um, in fact, none of this makes any difference to the plot. The plot, the 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 actual when you find out what's going on, um, it makes no sense whatsoever. No. And Cassandra doesn't make any sense. There's no reason for Cassandra no. to be the way she is. She could have been. You know, a regular human. She, um, yeah. but well, I think it's to make some sort of slight joke about plastic surgery. I mean, well, at one uh, point, yeah, they it call is her Michael Jackson, um, and I think that's the whole reason. I think this is one of those writers' room type. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Step. I'll yeah. tell you about that later, yeah. but. Uh, I can remember, you know, back in 2005, thinking, well, that's not bad. The face isn't bad. Yeah, and and, and it still holds up now. I, I, I think it's quite well done. You can see yeah. it's all complete CGI. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't mind it. I quite like the light shining through the skin. Um, I just don't understand the, uh, the physics of how this woman yeah. is working. I don't, I don't understand. Because when you first see it, you think, oh, they're not going to show the back end of her. Because it how is it going to work because she's got a mouth that's open and then it shows you and it's just it's blank but yeah. you can still see the mouth and it's like, how is this even how are her eyes working well exactly she seems to be wafer thin yeah. doesn't she yeah. and if she is wafer thin um, her eyeballs when you see her from the back you should, should see two bulges for the back yeah. of her eyeballs yeah I reckon so I mean I sort of think this would have been a much better had she been just a load of organs. Yes, on, or a head in a jar. A trolley. Yeah, a head in a jar, a brain in a jar. With yeah, some Max, eyes Max Capricorn. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I, I think the, one of the stronger elements, I'm presuming, you know, that was designed, 
is Cassandra, so I think we, we've done right by choosing her. Mm. Um, because everyone else is a little bit embarrassing. I mean, this is the we're one episode in, aren't we? We're the first episode in the future, and like we're already at the paint someone blue. That's alien. Yeah, Gold <laughs> and Bennett. Yeah, yeah. Um, before we move on, uh, um, we're still with Cassandra. Um, I'd also like to know. I mean, basically, she's a flap of skin with eyeballs yes. and a mouth. Um, how how does she speak if she hasn't got a, a vocal cords or a, a windpipe or lungs yeah, to propel the the air over the windpipe? I don't know. Also, I don't quite understand that they've managed to get that. So she's got a, a mouth that has no hole in it but can talk. She's mm-hmm. got no vocal. She's got eyes that were, but somehow she needs to be watered every 30 seconds or she explodes she's got to be moisturized yeah um presumably she eats where does the food go (laughs) yeah i don't i don't know um i suppose that the the whole moisturize me thing is just to give her a catchphrase i think as well isn't it yeah which i remember at the time was quite big there was lots of stickers with that on things like that um i don't think it's that funny to be honest no, it's not funny, but she's all right. Um, and, and as I say, she still holds up to this day. Um, and uh, so I'm sat there, and then my jaw hangs open yet again, much like last time with Paradise Towers. <laughs> my jaw, jaw aches a lot, you know, watching yeah, Doctor Who these get, days. You're going to get uh, repetitive strain injury of the jaw, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, the, the thing that happens next, my jaw hung open because I'd completely yeah. forgotten it, and... It almost made me want to put this story on my bottom three. Is oh, right. oh. Christopher Eccleston bopping away to tainted love? Oh yeah. What? This is the Doctor. I uh, I would love to know because sometimes when they do this sort of thing, they they haven't got the music. They don't know what the music's going to be. They're not playing it in. So I because his dancing is so off. <laughs> I'm thinking. I wonder what he was dancing to. Hmm. But yeah, this this joke, which they do twice, of, um, you know, uh, this is classical ancient music. Um, but also, I what I don't understand is how they've got, they know so much about Earth history and all this sort of thing, but they don't, they don't know that this isn't an iPod. No. That this jukebox, because I, I believe it's called an iPod. Yet they know everything else. Uh, again, it's it's cheap joke. Yeah, it's stupid. It's, yeah. Mm. But yeah, his his dancing is possibly it's just one Im- of the most embarrassing. It things. is embarrassing. I was just about to use that yeah. word as well. It's just oh my goodness, this is the doctor. Oh yeah. dear. Um, and then we yeah we this is also the story that introduces the lazy cop-out writers thing of the psychic painting. Yeah, we got that's a that that's a yeah. first here, isn't it? I think this yeah, is where bad first. bad wolf is mentioned yes, for yes, the mentioned, first time. Yeah, yeah. And it's I think this is the first time the whole notion of the TARDIS translates yeah into well, English that, for yeah. you. Yeah, I mean it it sort of it, it was mentioned that it was a time lord gift in um Mask of Mandragora, wasn't it? Mhm. Um, which sort of makes sense, but then Rose, you know, what? I, I I absolutely agree with Rose here that it's disgusting that the Doctor thinks that's okay that the TARDIS goes into her mind because how does she know that her her attraction and want to travel with the Doctor isn't him manipulating her. manipulating her brain? It's it all so creepy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, what have I got now? Oh yes, yeah. These, these little mini spiders. Yes. That come out of eggs. Uh, what is the purpose of these? We didn't need to have these as well, did we? Well, well that's what I say. None, none of this. Everything in this is for you to go. Oh, what's going to happen here? Oh, it's not connected. Oh, what's going to? Oh, I don't need. Yeah, the, her her plan, as we finally find out for it, didn't need any of these little creepy spiders going about. Um, and what in a station that's designed where the vital solar shielding can be dismissed by pressing the enter key on the keyboard? <laughs> I don't think she needed these spiders. I think she, given given another half hour it would have self-destructed anyway yeah um it's like later on we meet <coughs> weird 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 we meet another sort of skivvy that rose can talk down to what the blue plumber the blue plumber and she goes uh, i'm a plumber so oh you're not know a plumber is then but you don't know what an ipod is okay and then she goes oh yeah the um the face of Bo is complaining that they've got no hot water so i'm checking out their air ducts what why are you looking in an air duct? I mean, this, these people seem incompetent to me. <laughs> you think? Yeah. yeah I think so. I, I, I find it, you know, very silly. The, these uh, robot spiders are everywhere and yes. nobody notices them. Not one no, person notices them. No one has peripheral vision again. At one point, the doctor looks directly at them. And uh, it's like, oh, yeah, they weren't there, were they? They were CJ. I quite like the spiders. I think in a better story with an actual point, they're quite creepy little things. Mm. So, you know, spidery is always creepy, but it just it doesn't make sense. It's like the fact that um, so Cassandra has got her robot meme guys to hand these out as gifts, and the spiders are in the eggs, and they have to be in the eggs because then you will voluntarily take it into your room, which is... Will somehow get round the security warning. Well, that's a useless security warning, isn't it? If <laughs> when you're holding something, it goes, "Oh, that," you must want to take that in there. So I'm, I'm not going to sound an alarm. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't get the whole. This feels like it was a story written on post-it notes. You know what I mean? Where you used to do that thing as a kid, where you'd write lots of different story points, yep, and then put them on post-it notes, and then you'd have to pick what is it, Boggle or something like that. It's called, isn't it? The game, and you'd make a stupid story, yeah. And it, I think this is how they did this. I, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we've then got the, the the Barney between the Doctor and Rose, where she gets indignant yes. about it, and he gets all angry with her, and this is me, and all like this. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, um, and, and at the, the end of that, he fixes her phone so she can call back five billion years yeah. into yeah, this is, the past. Yeah, the first appearance of the Rose phone, the time phone. And I'm sorry, but having one of your characters point out how stupid this is doesn't get round how stupid it is. Mm, and well what, what I don't understand is so the, she goes, oh, I wish I could speak to my mum, I'm so far. And he goes, give us your phone. And then he reaches in his pocket and he takes out a perfectly shaped Nokia yes. device. What does he just carry them about? Oh. I don't, I don't and, understand. And all he does is slot it in. He slots yeah. it in. There yeah, you go. Yeah, he doesn't, do doesn't even get the, like, the Sonic out and do anything. It's like, yeah, just slot it in. It's really interesting as well in this to see him handle the Sonic. And he's, hand he's holding it like a pen. Hmm. You're so used to him doing it in the wand way now, but he's yeah. holding it the other way around, like a pen. It's re really sort of strange. Again, I was confident this was the first one filmed. 
that. No, it's not. Nope. Um, what's next? Um, Cassandra's had 708 operations yes. to get her to this point. Uh, and this, this is what I don't understand either. So they introduce her, she's the last human. Every, every, every other human in the galaxy has been wiped out. They're a dead, extinct species. She's the last one. And I thought, oh, okay, she's in this form because she's so old isn't it but and then they say no no this she chose to have she chose girl. all this yes which make again makes no sense whatsoever other than as a a slight dig at uh, the plastic surgery industry well again wait for behind yeah. the scenes but yeah i mean it doesn't make any sense you choose to live on a frame do you yeah yeah i mean what why would you do that at what point at what point did you go well, let's have the arms and legs off shall we no use for them. Hair? Who needs that? Who needs hair? No. Yeah, it's very, very silly. Very silly. Um, oh yeah. Well, I, mean, I was going to say, where are we in the story? But um, well, I've got. Story? I've next got Rose knocked out. Hooray! Yes. And then Doctor finally notices a spider. Yeah. Yeah. He finally, finally uh, sees a spider. Um, after like I say, after looking at him direct mm. for several scenes. Um, yeah, because I, 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 we've already had the um, the steward. There's no management, evidently. No one running this spaceship, but there is a steward. And he died in a in a, his shield. I mean, why would you build windows with shields that can come down if that would burn everything in the room? It's the same as, as Sunshine, you know, yeah. the Danny Boyle film, Sunshine. Yeah. Why do you have this room where you can just completely put yourself at risk? Yeah, like that. Do you, do you know what? Do you know what would be better than that? Just have tinted glass. Don't have a shutter that you can raise. Um, and then we get this interminable scene of uh, of Rose and the well, the Doctor trying to rescue Rose because the shield's slowly coming down. Mm-hmm. And it was it's like oh dear, oh dear. It is very oh dear. Um, and they're going to mourn the Earth with a traditional ballad. And this yes. is our second uh, yes. horribly dated uh, piece of music. I mean, what is the point of this? I think it was. I think it was because Russell T. Davis desperately wanted to be just Whedon. Um, I think his idea of, of the best TV at the time had to offer was Buffy and Angel, and I think he he's just desperately getting um, sort of uh, modern references in. But and the trouble it, is, of course, a modern reference in 2005 is horrible in 2021, isn't it? Yeah. I guess he was a yeah, Britney Spears fan, I guess. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Um, the trouble is, it's like you've done this joke earlier. Yeah. That's the trouble with it. I think one, one or the other, if they hadn't done the joke earlier, this would have worked better. But mm. just, yeah, it's like, oh, okay, doing that one again. Hmm. All right, uh, what have I put next? Um, it's now a whodunit as the spider scuttles to its master. Yes. Um, and everyone thinks it's the big, menacing, mysterious-looking black creatures. But that's yeah, a red herring. Guys. Mm. Yeah, well, it, even that's throwaway, though, isn't it? Because they, they go over and uh, Cassandra goes, oh, look, it, it was them all along. And the doc goes, well, no, it wasn't. I can tell an android. And then... It, 
It's like, oh dear. Mm. It's not exactly Miss Marple, is it? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, and she's been rumbled, and that's when we find out that she's got shares in everyone's rival companies, yeah. and with their elimination, she stands to make an awful lot of money. But I, she doesn't appear to be poor. Because they, they say that every single person on this, I think the plumber woman says every single person on this as no, a guest. They're all is rich. mega rich. Yeah. So she's already super rich. Um, and she doesn't really strike me as as the murdering type. She seems horrible and racist and just nasty, but she doesn't seem like the murdering type. And, he, and after when, when when the plot is foiled and she's like, oh, oh, oh okay, I... Yeah, it does, it's almost Scooby-Doo villain, sort of. It, mm, yeah. it is. And it, it, yeah, everyone seems to forget that people have already died, don't they? Yes, yeah. Um, and that's when the spiders all blow up and destroy the force yeah. field, so Platform 1 yeah. is going to be destroyed as well. Um, and yeah. before and, she and vanishes... Yeah. After you? I was going to say that we, we, we get this um, weird that feels so strange now, the throwback, that the the Doctor being the last of the Time Lords and the Time Lords being mysterious, like it's a big reveal that he's a Time Lord. It feels so weird now. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, before Cassandra goes, uh, we get a cheap yes. joke about her first husband's premature ejaculation. Um, I yeah, don't remember being embarrassed by that, but I, I was there with my five-year-old son at the time, so I guess yeah. I was embarrassed by that. And then we got the bloody stupid Galaxy Quest having to run through those propeller blades. Yeah, yeah why is there propellers on this? Oh, it's like That's Galaxy strange, Quest. Why, why is that is what Sigourney Weaver says? Yeah. You know, what is this purpose? Yeah. Why is it here? At, le at least in Galaxy Quest, that's the joke, though, isn't it? It's yes. Like, it's, it's stupidly designed. Uh, I suppose it matches, because like, when they're going towards this bit, you can see that it's, they're in a concrete car park or something. Yes. So you haven't even you couldn't even be bothered to cover the concrete up. Is this no. is this a futuristic spaceship made out of concrete? It might be. Um, the Doctor, um, you know, defeats it. He manages to get to through by thinking of Rose, and we get that soppy yes. music. I'd forgotten about the soppy music. I don't know if that's the Doctor's theme or the Doctor's love for Rose it was, theme. Yeah, it was the Rose theme, wasn't oh, it? Oh, was it? Um, it's weird going back this early. Yeah, there's the music is so on the nose and, and obvious, isn't it? Everyone's got their own sort of theme, and they keep playing the same music repetitively. Um, it, it's not aged well, has it? No, it's like TV's moved on. Yeah, I mean we have had an awful lot of Who um, since then. It is odd to look back on it all now yeah. and. Um, you know, see the start of all this that has now become such a tired cliche in New Who. Um, why did the tree woman die? What was she doing? Do you remember? I, I couldn't even work it out. It didn't serve any purpose, no. her dying, did it? Well, it was, I suppose it's so the doctor could have a moment of regret and then. I, I mean, it's not exactly the death of Groot, is it? No. It's not, you know. I, she died and it was like, eh. Oh well. Mm. Yeah. Well, the force field's back up, isn't it? Yes. You know, everyone's safe. Ah, um, the day is safe. Yeah, Cassandra has teleported uh, away, but he manages to reverse the teleport somehow. Yes. So just waving the sonic at the teleport device means it 
you can yeah you can reverse it and so she comes back. Yeah, and he basically just stands there and watches her die as she um, yeah. dries out and blows up. Why why you would dry out and then blow up? I really don't know. I don't I don't know because I would have thought she would have just been. I I suppose. They're, they're sort of saying that she's stretched on it, but then why would you explode like that? Surely no. you're just ripped down the middle. Yes. Um, what I also don't understand is Rose is horrified at this. The doc, you know, which is weird because we should be horrified because the whole point of this is the Doctor's now a broken war veteran. Mm-hmm. He's a different guy, but Rose doesn't know that. So she's horrified at him because he wouldn't lift a finger to save her, and he goes, "Everyone has their time. Everyone has to die." Um, he won't say that later when it's Rose's turn, will no. it? Yeah. <laughs> um, why does she just ask to go back and leave? Yeah, you think that would have been yeah. enough? Yeah, because it's like, hang on, you've just seen this guy's likely to let you die. He's not a particularly nice person. He's, by your own suspicion, you know. Uh, sort of interfering with your mind <laughs> run away Rose yeah. do we think that do we are we sure that the doctor isn't the telepathic physics aren't messing with her mind it could explain a lot couldn't it mm. yeah it's even creepier though it is it is um, and that's when the story ends the story ends yep. basically with them going off to get some chips yep yeah we get we get a sort of slight code a bit where they're down and the doctor's saying about you know that everyone just lives their life and they don't realize that in 50 billion years it's going to end yeah i don't think anyone really cares about that doctor nobody's hoping to last that long are they um yeah it's all and again it ended and i was like oh okay that's it is it it's so it's so bland it is it is i'm not like you say nothing happens in it no um, uh, if, you, if you had to sum up the plot, you got you got a line or two top. Yeah, nothing happens. Cassandra's good. The Doctor's bloody perhaps annoying. Were, perhaps, yeah, perhaps they were just trying to introduce new viewers to the concept of that this is science fiction. I don't know. It it, it just feels like filler well. and a way of saving money, but it can't be. Well, it, it apparently, it, we'll go into behind the scenes now then, um, yeah. it was conceived, the whole story was conceived as a deliberately expensive spectacle to show off how much the new Doctor Who could do. Really? This was designed yep. as, wow, the web planet's still more impressive. Than Curse of Peladon most definitely is. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, wow, I just assumed they would save the money. It looks so cheap and tacky. No, no, this was the big launch. Wow. I mean, you've got to have an Earthbound one to get Rose on yeah. board, and then you go off into space, and this was meant to be, look at us, look what we can do, forget the cheap sets and the cheap monsters of old Who, look at this glorious new epoch wow. in the show's history. <laughs> That's shocking. They were proud of this, then. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Um... There's a, there's a scene the which was cut out, which was going to show... I don't know where in the story this was going to happen, but it was going to show that the Doctor has actually got nine strands of DNA rather than one, uh, right. which is an allusion to his eight previous incarnations. Oh, no, I don't think that's how DNA works, but... Um, 
I suppose that the only place that would have fitted would, you know, when um, the Forest of Cheam woman is looking at his oh, yeah, data on that, that pad. I suppose she could have gone, this is weird, he's got eight strings of DNA. Yes, yeah. How is the, I mean, that's presumably why they cut it. How is the audience going to then key that into, oh, one for each regeneration? Well, until Chibnall comes along. <laughs> yes. Yeah, if that, if that scene was still in... It, he yeah. couldn't be doing what he's doing right now, could he? No. See, Russ, you should have left it in, mate. Yeah. Right. Uh, the Lady Cassandra. Um, yes. Um, yeah, O'Brien? Wa- that's her name, isn't it? Cassandra O'Brien? Is it? I think so, yeah. I'm, I'm sure they said a, a surname at one point, and it was Cassandra something, something, something O'Brien. All right, well, I've I might got... Be wrong. I th- I've, yeah. At the end of this bit, I've got a different surname for a different reason, oh, yeah. all right? But, uh, yeah, uh, Zoe Wanamaker, isn't it? Uh, yes, who, yeah. who, who's the voice? Available. She's a good actress. Oh, she's excellent. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the 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 concept of the Lady Cassandra was inspired by all these hideous beauty treatments, you know, that uh, so many uh, um, female celebrities were up to yeah. back then and still doing now, you know. And uh, Russell T Davis says um, he's talking about you know Oscar time, and you would see. You know the the, the uh, actors there, and he says uh, it was horrific seeing those beautiful women women reduced to sticks. Nicole Kidman struck me in particular. Nicole is one of the most beautiful women in the world, but she looks horrifying because she's so thin. It's like we're killing these women in public. We watch while you die, he said. But it's her choice. Mm. If she wants to be thin, let her be thin. Mm. Is he jealous? <laughs> Maybe, maybe. Um, I just think he probably saw Brazil. Yes. He just copied a much better sort of director's idea. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, if Terry Gilliam was doing yeah. this story, I think the aliens would have bit, been a bit more oh, interesting, don't you? Much more interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now, there's some debate whether Cassandra was meant to be a transgender woman. Oh. All right based on her line about having grown up yeah. as a little boy. All right? Now, there's a book called Doctor Who Monsters and Villains, and in it, I mean, this isn't canon, it's not endorsed by the BBC, but in it, it states that Cassandra was born Brian Edward Cobbs. That right. was the other surname, but that's, you know, I think that's just, you know, fan, you know. You I, know. I'm a bit worried about that, because I... I imagine it's more of a throwaway joke. Yes, wow. But the implications are not good, are they? Because is the impl- is is uh, old Russell T saying that trans people are wrong, and and that's the reason that she's taken it so far? No, what's, no. What's he saying? No, it's it's it that that the other side say no this is another attempt at humor in the story in that so far 5 billion in the future you mix up your words differently you don't understand them that in much the same as that the jukebox was called an ipod yeah cassandra has forgotten the difference between a little boy and a little girl which is ridiculous but you know i yeah. think i think it was meant to be humorous yeah, it didn't, didn't quite work. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. All right, that's uh, behind the scenes. Uh, right, so the Lady Cassandra, um, let's let's rate her. Um, yeah. What do you think of the look of Cassandra? I, I, I'm 
I think it's alright. I think it's, a, it's 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 quite a nice design. Um, it's I'm not entirely sure. Oh, this is I was going to say I don't think it's got legs. It's quite <laughs> obvious. I mean, it, I don't think it's anything past. It doesn't really work past the initial joke that the you know that the last human being, the only thing left, is a skin sample, because they ruin that by saying this was all voluntary. Yeah, it makes much more sense to be. This is all that was left of her. This is all the doctors could salvage. That makes more sense. Um, but yeah, the design, I think the design's right. I think it's at, out of this entire thing, like say, other than the face of Bo, it's the best design of any sort of, I was going to say creature or alien, but I know she's human, but you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and the rest of rubbish. Um, I, I, design wise, I'm going to give her a six and a half. Snap! I I, oh. I don't often give halves, but I thought no, I'll put no, a six and a half, and 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 you've you've uh, snapped me. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't think she wanted a seven. No, so exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah, six and a half. I mean, it's a it's a it's an interesting yeah. concept, yeah. and it's an interesting look. As long as you don't think for it uh, about it for more than one second, because it can't yes. work. But hmm. All right, six and a half. How effective? Um, is she? I th- I think it's pretty effective. Like I say, the CGI hasn't held up particularly well, but it's still it works. It's not horribly sort of dated. The performance is good. Some of the jokes actually do work, and I do quite like that that they've sort of made her a bit of a a cow. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna for 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 performance now. I'm gonna pop this up to a seven. I'm gonna give them that extra half. A seven. All right. Well, I stayed at six and a half. Yeah. All right. So that's six point seven five for that. All right. Um, plus six point five divided by two. So that's six point six. Her adversary enough. rating. Let's have a look. Is she in a caravan? And who will be in there to moisturise her? She she's a, a a painting basically. Yeah, yeah, basically. All right. Well, she does share a caravan. All right. Who would appreciate uh, the lady Cassandra? We have Sharaz Jack. I I could see him. Yeah, I think he would. I think that'd get on a bit yeah, actually. I think so. I can imagine him rubbing her frame and saying how beautiful she is. <laughs> rubbing her frame. Um, we've also got in there the destroyer, the big blue oh, right, okay. beastie. And the Skithra as well. Oh, right. They, they, those were the um, Scorpion guys. From yes. Slow, they? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I can see Charles Jack and her getting on. I think so they would rule that caravan. Yeah, I think the, so. The two of them. All right, so that's her adversary. Um, I think we'll skip over the top ten. Yeah, um, I mean, it's so middle of the road. It's not offensive, is it? It's not. It's just dull. Yeah, it's just dull. It's boring. Yeah. Um, and no, I'm not putting it in my bottom three. No, no, um, it's not. It doesn't want it, it. I doubt anyone could get up enough sort of feeling for this to, to hate it. So, mm. yeah, it is. So it's, it's just offensively. Mm. Yeah, I, I can't this even. Is, this I, is plain white toast, isn't it? This is what this it is. is. It's just bland. I, yeah. I and, and that blandness, I, I, I'm, I'm annoyed by old Christopher bopping away to Tainted Love, but yeah. I'm not irritated in the way that I am by other uh, instances no. we've been talking about in other shows. All right. Um, so, all right. Well, we're almost time to say goodbye, but uh, um, I've got a bit of feedback. 
Oh, good. Yeah. Um, from iTunes this time. Um, uh, the handle, the user handle is CRG1819. All right. And his CRG name's... CRG1819, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I guess the guy was born in 1819, I suppose. Oh, bless. Yeah. He's about our age, so. It, well, it's funny you should say that. Listen to this, right? He says, Hi, guys. Started listening to Blake Seven in character and stayed for effectively speaking Mad Max in character and the thing in character and now this. Oh, yeah. well done. Yeah, gold, gold star. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a masochist. He listens to all right. our shows. He says, uh, it's up to its usual high standard with excellent research and a real fan's perspective. I'm really pleased I have 80-odd episodes to... to to listen to while I am at work or walking the dog. I'm a similar age to Eric and Ian, so really get the cultural references and memories of watching these things live. Keep it up, guys. Long-term, huge fan, Chris. Well, well done, Chris. So thank, thank you, Chris. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> we, we too uh, come from around the time of 1819, yes, don't we? I, I, I remember the uh, kerfuffle with Napoleon well. Yes, yes, yes. That, the overture was lovely. It was, yeah. Yes. But it was uh, number one for a couple of weeks, I think. <laughs> it was, yes. There's another little reminisce from times gone yeah. by. Yes, thank you, Chris. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope you continue to enjoy them. All right, so uh, usually at this time um, we announce who our next subject's going to be, and it, it's yes. your choice because we're going to the Tenth Doctor. But unusually, this is a slight variation on it, is. on, on it, it isn't it? it? It sort of worked out quite well because... You, I, I don't think you were aware when you chose um, this episode that it was that Cassandra comes back. I didn't know that um, until now, you said that. No. And normally, if a, if a, if a, an adversary straddles ooh, uh, several <laughs> doctors, um, we we keep them for the special. But th- it just seemed because we didn't have any other Christopher Eccleston to do it, and the tenth Doctor follows immediately afterwards. I thought I'll just choose New Earth, which is the mm. the second Cassandra story, because um, you haven't seen that either, have you? I, if I have, I've completely and utterly forgotten it. It's going to be interesting right. watching it again to see if I remember any of it. Yes. I don't remember her coming back in the slightest. Well, I um, I remember really liking this story. Now I don't know whether it was just because it's it's David Tennant's first sort of regular appearance he had done the Christmas special where he had regenerated and this was his first episode so I don't know whether it was just the uh, the excitement of that but, but I remember this being quite the comedy I think works in it there's some good and Billy Piper does some good stuff in this one um, which I won't spoil for you but yeah I'm, I'm hoping that this is going to be one of those pleasant surprises that's interesting what you've said then there so Cassandra is in the second story of both the ninth doctor and the tenth doctor yeah yeah oh, i didn't True. i didn't i didn't realize that oh okay well all right it's like poetry <laughs> As George would say. Yes, yes. All right, well, yeah, in a week's time we'll come back and we'll see yeah. how we rate uh, Cassandra um, in that one. I guess I guess we have to do the uh, the tallies again. For... Yes. Well, I think there'll be some other... Again, I can't, don't want to spoil it for you, but I think there'll be some other sort of... Um, we can look at some other design and performances. There's sort of a few Are there other ad- adversaries yeah. in it? Well, there, there are some other adversaries, but even for Cassandra, there's, there is a few differences. So, 
So okay. hopefully we, we can we can revisit again. Because she's blown up, I have absolutely no idea how she can come back unless it's a flashback to uh, an earlier there's, time. Uh, there's always a call for buckets. No, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll we'll let you see. All right. Yeah, okay. It, um, All right. I'm hoping you'll enjoy this one a bit more. You might not. I'm not. I might be misremembering. It's awful. All right. Well. Uh, well, listener, so. come back in a week and let's see what we both thought. All right. Yes. All right. Excellent. Cheers, Ian. Cheers, listener. Yes, Cheers, thanks, Chris. Yeah, yeah, again. Yeah, right. thanks, Chris. Right. See you Enjoy then. Enjoy this one in <laughs> 80 episodes. <laughs> Time. Yeah. All right. See you then. Thanks, Ian. Right. Bye. Bye.